Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I'm a star! <laughs> What's gayer than internalized homophobia? Don't pull out that Celsius out of my ass. <laughs> I was reading the vibes. Hello, and welcome to another <laughs> cozy afternoon. Here's God. <laughs> I regret this I'm wholeheartedly. Do, I'm trying to do NPR. a nice intro. I'm relaxing already. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, start. I'm trying to welcome the viewers in a la Mr. Rogers, if you will. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to be welcoming and comforting. Sure. But you know what? You're you're not letting me fly. No, no, by all means. Absolutely. If, if there's one thing that anybody would say about you from first meeting is that you are welcoming and comforting so this is actually (laughs) and so fun the first time i met her she was like three feet off the ground yeah so this is this is natural yeah okay well anyway uh i'm sad and (laughs) and and i'm sean and this is our cozy corner welcome this is also our show you don't you're not letting me take (laughs) artistic direction in this intro you asked me even (laughs) i was preparing this time and you're shitting he goes samantha you want to take the lead wait let me see how you blink real quick. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh my god. I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. This is authentic right here. We're showing the people the magic behind the curtain. Welcome to another episode of the Savage Sean Show. Hello. Hi. And uh, also welcoming a very special guest. A special he mystery is guest. Carlos, show me your canoso. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck that was. I hated okay. that. that was. Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. I will not be showing my canoso, just... but um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm so sorry that that was your introduction. <laughs> Me too. Me too. You know what? We're going to oh. save it. We're going to save it. This show is going to be saved. And you know how we're going to save it? Take it away, Post Sean. If you see something that's kind of gay or makes you go, that's not a sleigh. It's gay or homophobic. I'm howling. Okay, popping off. Canoso, go ahead and lead us off with your first gay and homophobic. Hit it, homie. Okay, I have it. So, gay, wet wipes, homophobic, tap dancing, and singing at the same time. <laughs> First of all, drag Savannah. 
Wow. Okay. That's her entire gig, Mama. Yeah. Okay. All right. So first he said something about about my what was it my hair and then now about my gig. All right. I'm just taking notes for you know. This is just my opinion. This is just my experience. It's my opinion. Mm. It's okay. No, I'm just I'm just keeping keeping a little note for like you know who we would want to have back as a guest in the future. You know. She's got her just, little tally. Just for myself. That's okay. Yeah. Just. Just for my own personal archive. I'm screaming. But also, I agree with you about wet wipes because so gay. No hemorrhoids. I love having clean hands. We do. No, you are the hemorrhoids. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're coming for my gig? Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So definitely gonna. I'm gonna gonna explain why wet wipes are a little gay. It's because with uh, just regular toilet paper, we'll just like do the wipe, right? But with wet wipes, you know we're gonna like dig in there uh-huh. just a little bit more, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna be like, well, I mean, this is like a cleaning, this is like a, a cleaning supply. Like we should probably, you know. She's in there. It should be free. Like like tampons, you know, they, they're a necessity. They should be free. I have a confession to make. I thought you meant wet wipes like the kind they give you when you order like chicken wings. <laughs> what? Which, which you use. Those are wet naps. To wipe your <laughs> They're all the same. They're wet wipes. But they're wet and I wipe stuff with them. She orders some ribs and she goes, I'll be right back. <laughs> We're off to a really good start today. Honestly, this is some of our best work. Savannah, you go ahead. Is it? You go ahead. What's yours? Okay. All right. <clears throat> so um, I know when we were doing our pre-production meeting, I said that the gay and homophobic don't have to directly correlate. However, mine first ones do. She said, she said, you don't have to be perfect, but I do. No, no, <laughs> no. It just, it just, it just ended up that way for the first one on my She's like no 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 it's that she's like let me list out a yin and yang the patriarchy is very strong in this <laughs> chat right now and i need i need to have my space i'm gonna reclaim my time and i'm gonna go ahead with my <laughs> okay go ahead the mummy franchise but specifically the first one gay the cast hot the plot adventure Action, romance, but the lead female, she's not a damsel in distress. She's got a brain. She's got a funny little brother who's a funny little man for comedic relief. It's got all the moving pieces, okay? Great CGI for the time. A compelling story. A fantastic ride at a theme park, okay? Check. Homophobic. People who scab, we stand with the strike, but you were saying homophobic. All subsequent sequels of The Mummy. (laughs) Period. I won't argue. No, yeah, it's just, that's, it's fact. Yeah, no, the first one is perfect. And they really didn't, they shouldn't have made anything past the second one, truthfully. That's on Universal Pictures, though. So, at them. So, Savannah, you're going to hate my guy. Say it. Aviaries. Are you kidding? An aviary? They said, okay, birds. Also, if you're going to write a letter, if you're going to facilitate whimsy, aviary. Gay. The last couple of episodes you've mentioned <laughs> writing letters, and this has really been something that's on your mind. I'm illiterate, so <laughs> this year I'm trying to like reach my goals, and if I start manifesting by talking about it, then I'll actually be able to do it. So This year I will write my first letter. Pray for me. Okay. My homophobic, and this is pretty self-explanatory, but my homophobic is whole milk. Today at the coffee shop where I work, someone ordered a cup of milk with brown sugar syrup in it. And I said, I literally responded with, K, anything else with your brown sugar milk? With ketamine? That's weird. (laughs) 
Well, and what they said afterwards was, <laughs> Okay, okay. So, uh, the, my gay, Drake. Yes. And we know. But, like, that's, it, it's been a long joke that's been happening on Twitter for a long time where they'll, like, post yeah. going like this or, like, with nails on and, like, full beat makeup. But then, like, recently he dropped an album. There's some, some sussy lyrics there. Which I don't like to use the word sus. But also, to your point though, one, what is more true to the gay experience than being stabbed in the back? And Drake was shot in the back on Degrassi, first of all. Second of all, what's gayer than internalized homophobia? Drake was really creepy towards Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown is the poster child for homophobia for hitting us with her car. Full circle. So full circle. So Drake is gay. But so Drake, if you're watching this, you can meet me anywhere. Literally that. And homophobic YouTube ads. Yes. 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 I'm not saying YouTube ad. Like, I'm saying ads Multiple. within a five-minute episode or a video. Before yeah, the video even starts, mom. Yeah, before it starts, in the middle, at the end. Like, if I'm trying to replay the video, like, rewatch mm-hmm. it, there's an ad before that, too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to i don't care but i also would never pay for youtube premium <laughs> never never gay signet ring oh 100 percent gay specifically worn on the pinky because how else are you gonna drink a martini bonus gay if it's like the first initial of your last name or like your family crest gay okay homophobic pickup trucks with LED headlights. Driving behind me. I drive a tiny little baby car, okay? I'm small, I'm unprotected, I'm vulnerable out on the streets, okay? I also go to work at an ungodly hour of the day before the sun has even woken up for the day, okay? If there is a truck behind me, their headlights are aimed perfectly in my rearview mirror. And if they're the LED headlights, the inside of my little tiny baby car lights up like the 4th of July, mama. Let me tell you that at 4.30 in the morning with me covering my rear view mirror because some dickhole is behind me, blinding me with his lights, a la The weekend. I don't want it. Get out. Homophobic. A la The weekend. <laughs> I can't. I can hear like the truck driver being like, like calling his boss, being like, uh, "I'm gonna derail for a second. Uh, I, I, I got one right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna toy around with it real quick <laughs> and just like following you for no reason." I really feel like they do it on purpose. Like, yeah, he'll ride my tail. I'm not even going slow. You know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a driver that follows the social cues of the road, if that makes sense. So she like, I know laws. what the speed limit is. <laughs> However, if everyone around me is going 25 over the speed limit anyway i'm not gonna be foolish enough to go the speed limit i'm gonna die mama like i'm gonna go with the flow of traffic baby girl they can't take us all down she said officer i was reading the vibes that's that's the rules of the road <laughs> absolutely my gay is weighted blankets Ooh. i didn't get enough hugs from my father and now i need to replicate that idea with a blanket that's 25 pounds if there was ever a fire in my house because there probably will be because i leave camp Candles lit because I'm ADHD and I like it to smell like a little vetiver woods moment. Uh, I'm not getting out alive, but that's fine because I'm going cozy. Um, my homophobic is asking what the sides are at a restaurant instead of just looking at the menu and reading what the fucking sides are at the restaurant. If you have not anxiety prepared exactly what you are going to order at the restaurant before going to the restaurant and then being like, "Mm, what are those sides? Can you not read? 
Be prepared. Do better. Yeah, my favorite side is if you use your fucking eyeballs and read the menu, then... Otherwise, my favorite side is side-eye. Slay. <laughs> Work. Otherwise, you're getting corn, and nobody just asks for corn as the side. No. My game, Celsius energy drink. Oh, yes. I can't drink those. They literally put my heart on hummingbird side. And I know, and that's why I love it. Gay, 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 gay. Gay, gay, I wake up, that's the first gay decision in the morning. Forget yes. coffee. Coffee's so old school. Coffee, we we're, we move on to now Celsius. You're coming for her gig again. Literally for your gig, for your for your job, for everything. For my hair. Just, wow. That's... She is Gossip Girl. I was like, okay, so I'm an iced coffee kind of guy, but there's something about an energy drink. But the thing, here's the thing. This is why I love an energy uh, Celsius energy drink. It's because you can pair it up with any breakfast i feel like some things like some some things just don't go well with coffee you know yeah. like if you're having like a very eggy something or like whatever celsius though celsius is just your pal like you get your mango passion fruit mm, up yes. my homophobic Absolutely. homophobic sleep paralysis i agree okay, with that sure. i agree i agree with that very homophobic well, it's your internalized homophobia manifesting in the fact that you can't move, mama. It's oh. like feeling constraint in society and like straight people being the monsters. Yes, you know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Somebody called China McLean because your brain is calling all of the monsters. <laughs> also, we have to double back to the first gay decision you make in the morning because I know for a fact that's not the first gay decision you make in the morning. The first gay decision you make in the morning is uh, asking them to pull out. And then <laughs> to pull out that Celsius out of my ass. <laughs> so you drink warm Celsius? That's disgusting. Who said you don't know what I got going on down there? You don't know yeah. what, what temperature. That sounds like a bodily problem. Like you should probably get that looked at. She's out. as cold as ice. Baby. Okay, so have you got gay appliance direct? <gasps> appliance direct. If you didn't buy direct. You, you paid, paid too, too much, much mama. mama. That guy, I don't even know. I want to look up his name. I don't know. The guy that's, he's in most of the commercials. I don't know if he's the owner, the CEO of Appliance Direct, but he's always so happy about his appliances. He is so thrilled to be making those sales because he knows that he is giving people a hell of a bargain and he is happy to do so. Have you seen his wife? No. Because she's always in a gingham dress with a knee brace. Oh. Which gay is she okay she's probably fine it's been 20 years she's still doing it and then also she always goes in the box and that's the gayest thing i've ever heard i love when they slam on the machines absolutely Bang, you paid too much like they're really driving home the point exclamation point yeah. Okay, but can I also tell you guys something else? Okay. I was driving to work the other day and I was listening to Troy Sivan's Rush and and I had this like weird moment of cognitive dissonance where I was like, oh my God, I used to work my pussy out at two in the morning at the gay club and now I've woken up at 7.30 and I am bumping it in my daily commute to work and I feel ancient. Mama, I wake up now to go to work at the same time I used to get home from the club, baby girl. That's crazy to me. One time I rolled into work and there was a bunch of girls that had like all carpooled in one car that parked their car in our parking lot that were just getting home from the club and all getting out and going to their cars and i was like cool. get off my cool. yard <laughs> it's that like that it's my rental car oh shit your rental car because you were just in a car accident yeah i still have a rental car yet sadly oh that's God. homophobic 
That is homophobic. Okay, but how how the fuck did that happen? What I I don't know the details. If you're comfortable sharing, of course. Yeah, no. So um, I woke up and I said, you know what? I'm gonna die today. Okay, I was I, I was on my way to work and it happened literally five minutes from my house. And basically, this person was just they were supposed to halt until traffic was cleared and they were making a left turn into traffic, um, mm-hmm. so they can go into like this plaza. And I was coming up. And so they were, it's like, it's so weird to explain because, you know, it's like one of those accidents that unless you're in mm-hmm. the accident, you like somebody won't really understand. But basically I was driving up and they, there was a, a first car that turned and they already were like, like they made a risky decision to turn because they really like just had missed us. Right. And the person behind them thought that like the person in front of them turned because no cars were coming. So they just decided to follow them. But at that point, we were like all traffic. You were there, full yeah. On, like yeah. you know, uh, full speed, and so I didn't see it because I didn't expect a car to be in my right fucking there. way, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I drove straight into them, and um, yeah, that was a pretty bloody scene. It was uh, pretty scary. Siri said, "Watch your fucking mouth." Wow. You said it was a bloody scene, and Siri said, "Yeah, that's what I <gasps> figured." Drag her. I knew someone was up to it. I knew it was you, Savannah. I knew it the entire time. <laughs> Sorry. You probably should have said what you said to her. She's coming for you. Literally. Oh, my God. Um, no, but yeah, that, that happened. And then I was taken on an ambulance. I um, had a couple yeah. of fractures on the back of my hand with some nerve damage, traumatized muscles, which I guess it's like a thing that I didn't know. So many like medical terms thrown at me that I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, great. Um, and then I had some deep lacerations at the bottom of my elbow. And I had to go into surgery and I was hospitalized for five days, almost went into a second surgery. And for the past three weeks, I was, I, I couldn't leave my house because I had to keep my arm. So I have like scars and stuff. Now it's like, they're all pretty healed, but they're, yeah, literally like on their way there, but they're going to be on me forever now, which is kind of cute. I know, <laughs> pretty gross, but. Um, Not gross. I'm just like, I'm just so like gooped imagining this. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel cool though. I feel like I got street cried now. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel you like. You can make up any kind anything. of story. Like, yeah. Anytime someone asks you, just tell them something different, you know? But, oh yeah, the gator in my backyard. Shark attack. Well, uh-huh. you know what's cool? Fought him with my bare hands, you know? <laughs> That's re- why I will never fist anyone again. Damn. And gloves cover everything, mama. You no, know, romance. No, but um, I was, yeah, I couldn't leave the house. And I've been in, uh, you know, going to chiropractor visits and occupational therapy for the past three weeks. Um, and they were drunk driving. They were what? drunk as bitches. Yeah, that's what happened. Trooper came to my room and he was like, yeah, they're 100% at fault because one, they didn't follow just the basic traffic law, uh, rule. And um, they were also drunk driving. But, yeah. Oh my. Oh my really goodness. Get fucking stress lines. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't know anything about that. I recently made the courageous decision to uh, undergo a small, non invasive cosmetic procedure. I don't know if you guys can tell the difference, but I recently made the brave. She got extensions. That's what she's playing with. <laughs> to to get Botox. What? Rich. I know. Show I us. know. I know. So I got Botox in my forehead. Okay, because a little backstory. I suffer from a condition that the public refers to as RBF. Mm. <gasps> is it terminal? It unfortunately <laughs> is, and I've had it all my life. So. 
I don't really know. I don't know what caused it, how it happened. I'm gonna assume trauma and maybe like a dissociative personality just where I just kind of turn off my face and then it just kind of comes to rest in that frown. So that being said, I've, I have a little, a premature frown line because my face is always resting in that position. So I got Botox between my eyebrows about a month ago, a little less than a month ago. And so if I try really, 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 really hard, I can, I can do this, you right? Like that. Eyebrows? Yeah, so I'm trying to squeeze them right here like this. So your forehead is on the sleep paralysis. Homophobic. Yeah, basically, except my mom did point out that like if I raise my eyebrows, none of this part of my forehead moves, which is kind of funny. So it took like a week for it to really set in. When I tell you the second day, with no visible difference, I never felt more beautiful. <laughs> I was going around everywhere like, I am so pretty. Like, I want everyone to see me with my Botox. Like, I'm just so beautiful. And then, like, once it actually kicked in, then I was like, oh, it's over. It's over. Except it was expensive. So I doubt I, doubt I will be maintaining it. Um, this as is a good six months. But it will definitely be an experience I would like to save up for and do again. So just one more thing to add to the very expensive laundry list of being an adult is now my cosmetic procedure. I love that. My surgery. Well, it's one of those things where like I always thought or I never thought really uh, that I would actually like need something like that at like 26 Same. but Same. i also treated my body like a fucking garbage fire so like it makes sense why that's necessary at this point but it's just you know you don't think about these things where you because you know like you'll like map stuff out like carlos it's yolo baby. i know that you're younger than us um i mean i'm in my 20s um i'm in my 20s how, wait, how old are you? I'm 23. Oh, okay, slay. But there's like a certain list of things that like you think like you're gonna hit milestones and you're like, bam, 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 bam. And Botox was not on the list before 35. But I mean, I don't even know what else is on the list, I guess. I I don't even think I have a list at this point. I think my <laughs> list is just survive. Well, yeah, did you think you were gonna make it to this point? Like everyone talks about a list, no. but then it's like, are we even here? I mean, I think it's, it's less of like, I've hit points of like things I want to achieve or things I would have liked to have accomplished but I never really had like certain milestones with age involved with any of them like my goal was always like I want to do this by you know a certain point I would like to have achieved this I would like to do this and I've hit all of those things so far so I think now where I'm struggling is like okay now what what other milestones do I need to achieve and set? But I try not wow. to think about the age thing because I think in our society too, just one, we live in a volatile society right now where just everything is a risk and everything is dangerous. And I just don't really like that. And I'm scared of the world that we live in right now. So it's kind of, it feels strange to me to like be setting goals and like working towards milestones when like- Well, you could get in a car accident five minutes from your house. I mean, literally. And that could be Literally. the best thing that could happen to you that day. Literally. Put me agree with like not having to like tie down your, you know, milestones and stuff to your age. Because like, you know, you make it, you work for it for as long as it has to take for you to accomplish that. And then at that point, whatever age it happens and that that's when it was ready and that's when it was supposed to come out. If you're doing, trying to do mm -hmm. it on too early, I feel like I was definitely stuck into, oh, I have to get as much done as I can before I turn a certain age because then it's not going to matter anymore. And I'm like, well, maybe yeah. I'll make it matter. Maybe I'll fucking, maybe all the time that I put into it and like how many people I get 
involved with it and like how much time and work and sweat and blood that I put into it will matter because I will make it matter no matter how fucking yes. old I am I love that, that time yeah. yeah that was something I struggled with too is like I was very fortunate enough to achieve a lot of success at a young age where it was very impressive at the time of like oh you're 21 and you've done xyz and blah 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 and I think I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis now where it's like, it's not impressive because I'm not young doing it anymore. But it's like, I kind of have that same mindset of you of like, well, I'll make it impressive regardless, you know, like it doesn't matter how old I am. I'm still me. Yeah. It's still my work. Now I'm just older and seasoned. And older and wiser. It's better. And you're about to hit a milestone of being 25, Carlos, are you, rather than of like expectations, is there like stuff that like you're excited that are gonna come with age? I, so I did went through this like identity crisis, like when I was 21 of like, not feeling like I hadn't accomplished anything to the, to that age. But then 22 hit and I was like, every year you just get better and better. And like every year you just, you literally like, you meet new people, you experience new things, and getting older to me just sounds like one number one, the most human thing that there is. Like before, we're having a fucking DNA. Like the yeah. minute you're set to be a living thing, you're already aging. Like you're, you're every day is a new day, like a yeah. like an aging set thing. And I, I'm definitely very excited to be. 24 to be 25 26 i've always wanted to be 30 i don't know why i feel like there's something like hot and sexy about like a I stable feel the same way about 30 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. About, like just like yeah i'm 30 i can I, 30 I can is like when i feel like it'll click yeah you can like look at i'm kids, gonna be like kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. you can call a kid a kid yeah without someone I'm 30. yeah because yeah. i'm 30 i can do whatever i want yes. you have no worries about like whatever restrictions there are on like you know renting a car or like whatever or like you know being yeah um, doubted about anything because you're fucking 30 you've lived I'm your fucking life and flirty and thriving yeah, and and yeah. and i feel like at this age at my 20s i'll if i if i decide like i feel guilty i'll, I'll feel guilty myself if i decide to go like to a bar to get a drink or like to go out this night because i'm like well i'm in my 20s i'm supposed to be, like prepping up my future and stuff rather than like wasting a night out or stuff or hanging out with my friends but i feel like at 30s you just you're 30 you can decide to just do that yeah. whatever, wherever you want it or not because um, you did that work and because you did that work or because you're 30 who fucking yeah. cares you're, 30. You're, 30. you're so healthy you're what the tell fuck? Me what I want. um and <laughs> but it, it definitely it definitely took a lot of um it, it took because because when i when i hit that wall of like feeling completely useless and I was like in this dark space that I I felt like my skills weren't at a specific level that other people especially in the performing world at my age had and um you know comparing myself and all of that is really just rotting up the brain and rotting up your your self-esteem and it really just goes um counter to what you're supposed to be doing, which is just living your own path, living your own experience, reflecting every day on like, this is what I have to work out at, work at and putting in the work and, and really just trying to be a better person for yourself more and more every day. I've been listening to this podcast called The Psychology of Your 20s. And it basically, the, the whole podcast is, is basically explaining how everything you go in your 20s 
is identity experience, but also a chemical experience where you experience it through the, the personality that you've built up to that certain age, but also because in your 20s, your, your body's still producing chemicals um, in reaction to like experiences you never experienced before or stuff that you have already, then it, it sort of explains how you are only 50% in charge or in control to how you react to things at, at the time that things happen, right? Um, and that other, the 50% your chemicals, like in your body, just naturally producing and like reacting to things. So like- so it, what it, you're it, saying is it's not my fault. What? <laughs> what I'm, I'm not is, responsible for my actions. That's, that's not what, what I'm saying. That's not, that's not, what, that's not what he's saying. saying. That's not what I'm saying. What, <laughs> I'm learned, what I feel like the most that I've learned about the podcast is sort of you, what you don't have control over, you don't have control over, and that you don't have control over more of what you think you, don't have does that make sense yeah 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 yeah. so right (laughs) so you don't have control over the things you have but also how you react to those things sometimes you definitely also don't have control over that as well even though you're like you think you're emotionally mature stuff there's just natural things it's like a bodily response yeah exactly that are just going to guide you in a different direction and that's completely natural and human um but again working every day to be a better person and reflect and like writing down things that you um, learn from those experiences or like things that you want to carry for yourself moving forward or things that, you know, like people you got to cut off or like things that, you know, you shouldn't go and repeat again are like just step to just getting ready and ready for whatever the future has for you. Right. And so, yeah, I think because society has put these like rules and stuff that we have to follow within being a specific age, we, forget who we are every day because we we put our age in front of us but setting literally setting that stupid number aside and being like i'm just another human being just trying to make the best out of every day right it's like it's the the best thing that you can do for yourself Well, because then you get to look ahead and you get to be like oh my god i'm so emotionally prepared to start this 401k and oh my gosh i may not survive to see the ramifications of what retirement looks like for me but that's fine because i'm just a part of it or it's okay because my body's breaking down and i'm getting botox now and it's fine and i've done the work to be prepared it's preventative it's preventative uh preventative iconic wow and i have a 401k thanks to my job with the corporate coffee shop company so slay i don't know what it means but i have one well i think you don't get to see the reap the benefits of it until the year 2401 because we had y2k then eventually our great-grandchildren will see 401k and i think that's how that works i don't i don't think that's how that you know you don't win them all you don't win all of the bits that you try to pass but you miss every shot you don't take well, if you like what you just heard, please feel free to <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe to our show. R-R-S-I. It is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves. <laughs> That's small in the figurative sense, not the literal sense, as we are, I don't know, we're tall. We're, we're, we're larger than life. But also please follow us because we we would like to make money and live and focus on our future. If you'd like to follow our show on Instagram, you can at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. You can also follow us on TikTok at the period Sav and Sean period show. And if you'd like to follow me personally on Instagram, you can at Anthony underscore clams and Savannah. 
where can the listeners find you? Well, you can find me in line at Valvoline on a Sunday morning because they're always fucking packed at that time. I don't know why. I'll meet you Everybody's there, Everybody's getting their oil changed, baby. On Instagram, at Savannah underscore Peterson. Or on TikTok, at Savannah Peterson. You can also check out my website, savannahpeterson.com. It recently got a cheeky little update. I've got my portfolio on there and also, you know, some FAQs, uh, outline of my services that I offer in terms of creative content development. You're welcome. Check me in out. It. Let's make something. Let's make something. Something something cheeky, in it. A little cheeky. And cheeky. My friend Canoso. Where can the listeners find you? On Instagram, you can find me at Canoso period Filomeno. I'll spell that out for everybody. C-A-N-O-S-O period F-I-L-O-M-E-N-O. No, it's a weird Spanish name, but find me there. Follow. Yeah, tag me. And um, I also am in the works of some projects that are coming very soon. So uh, keep an eye out and... um, if you, if you liked my voice and if you liked, liked my stupid jokes and, and my gays and my homophobics and, and just me. If you liked me, follow me. How could you not? How could you not? I well, don't know. that part. Thank you all so much for listening and we will see you guys next, next time. time. It's Sam and it's it's a show. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> We're Sav and Sean, and this is our show, and we hey. sit here and talk into hey. microphones, and we had a special guest named Kanoso. And we've had a lot of fun, and now it's time to go pop. <laughs> wow. Iconic. Bye. Goodbye. Love you guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply hey podcast listener do you love talking about movies music tv comics and games then you should be listening to the great pop culture debate back in bigger than ever for season nine this season the panelists discuss the best james bond film the best elton john single the best nickelodeon original series the best batman villain and so much more find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.